Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and happy Martin Luther King Day. An extraordinary Monday here in Washington. A great man to celebrate. What I most admire about Martin Luther King was the fervor of his values. He was a man who championed liberty. Liberty's at stake and in grave danger in America today. But he was a champion of free speech, of freedom of expression, freedom of faith. And today we see so much of that at risk. He also was a champion of Israel and the right of the Jewish state to exist. We live in an era today where so much anti-Semitism is overtly bantied about in college campuses. You know what went on at Berkeley. We've talked about that here on the show. There was a great poll, a very actually not a great poll, but a very insightful poll that came out over the weekend. I think it was um, YouGov. But it said that there was a large number of African-Americans and young people who held anti-Semitic views, such as that Jews focus too much on the Holocaust or have too much power in society. A reminder that Martin Luther King stood against such anti-Semitism during his time. And third, Martin Luther King, like his family, was a major advocate of life and clearly stood against abortion in an era now where so much of the Democratic Party and society at large accepts and embraces abortion even up to the time of birth. And even babies born alive today can be denied life-saving care in, in some states and have been, as we've seen in the news recently. And of course, Democrats mostly voted against a bill that would have required doctors to give life-saving cares to child. So on this extraordinary day, honoring an extraordinary man, now every man has their flaws, but on the over-under Martin Luther King Jr.'s contributions to America are extraordinary and far-reaching. And they last to this day. But on this day, we thought it would be really valuable to bring in someone who had a close purview and understanding of the man, his niece, Alveda King. Dr. Alveda King is going to be joining us at the front end of the show to reflect on the legacy of Martin Luther King, the state of the nation, and the state of the fight against abortion in the aftermath of the reversal of Roe v. Wade. Dr. Alveda King is one of the champions of the pro-life movement and one of its most articulate voices. We're going to get her side of things in just a few seconds. And then I'm going to bring in my colleague, Nick Jeeves, who is an extraordinary reporter joined us recently. He's going to give us an update on all of the fast-moving developments in the Biden classified document scandals. Lots of headlines. Nick's going to bring us up to speed on that. We've got a great show for you. Back to back, Alveda King and Nick Jeeves, right after this commercial break. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great, 
I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. This is an extraordinary week. It starts today with the incredible commemoration of Martin Luther King Jr., all he brought to the civil rights movement, to the appreciation of life and faith in this country. And we'll end it with the March for Life, the first March for Life in a very long time, for which there is no Roe v. Wade governing the country. And I thought we'd bring in the perfect guest for this. She is one of the greatest advocates for life in the country and the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King. Joining us right now, Dr. Alveda King. Doctor, great to have you on. It's so wonderful to join you and your listening audience. Thank you so much for thinking of me on this special day. It is such a great day. And I keep thinking about the last couple of years, all of the focus in America on the color of our skin, what divides us rather than unites us. The idea that we've switched the equality of opportunity to the requirement of equity of outcomes. I think there's a tipping point. It feels like in this last year, Americans have woken up to some of the consequences of these these changes in our culture. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like we've reached a tipping point and maybe we're starting to push back on some of this? Well, what happens, I guess tipping point is a good way to start the explanation. However, in every generation, truth must be taught. 
And because I feel as though we're living in accelerated times because of all the uh, technology and stuff every decade. So in every decade, truth must be told and restated and restated and restated. So when things get really bad, we can almost say, I don't have enough word of God level, if you look at it that way. I need to be praying more. I need to be saying more. I need to be doing more. So I would agree that there's a tipping level, and the way to bring that off and to bring the victory uh, into sight again, because, see, we've already won. We're not fighting a battle to win. We're going from victory to victory. And to go from victory to victory, you have to be aware that you are in occupation. Yeah, you you speak so eloquently of that. I know what your father and your uncle went through. We've all read it. It's such an amazing time. We remember the cross burnings, the church burnings, the prosecution, the suffocation of civil liberty, and they persevered, and we are a much better country because of it. But I looked at a moment last week. There's a moment in Congress where the Republicans bring a bill out just to repudiate all of the attacks on churches and pro-life institutions in the last few years. I think it's like 400 violent attacks in the last couple of years, and almost every member of the Democratic Party, almost a few didn't, but almost every member of the Democratic Party voted against that pretty extraordinary moment. What do you think is going on there? Well, as we take a look at it, there again, just awareness, people communicating with the people who are in authority, letting them know the, to stay in touch with the heart of their constituents. And a lot of times that is missing and people begin to function out of a vacuum, basically. Yeah, that's a great point. We're actually operating in a vacuum of ignorance. We don't know what we don't know and because we're not talking to each other. When you've looked out over the last year, obviously one of the most momentous rulings in over a century or half century for sure in the court, the reversal of Roe v. Wade, there's been an extraordinary evolution in the country. Some red states have actually refused to outlaw abortion. Some have outlawed abortion. Many are in between. And then some of the blue states have gone even further. The state of the pro-life movement six months after that momentous court ruling. Well, interestingly enough, um, And right leading up to the holiday, I was able to spend several hours with my good friend Nick Loeb, who is the executive producer and creator of the film Roe v. Wade. Of course, I was an executive producer on the project. And we were kind of saying the same things that with Roe v. Wade back to the states now for consideration and to take a look at information that was not available when it became legal. So some things, well, we didn't really know it was a baby. We didn't know when life began. We think it won't hurt women. Well, everything is so different there. But to level that playing field, as you just said, you've got 50% for and 50% against. And so what our goal is, and I'm also the chairman of the Center for the American Dream at America First Policy Institute. And in our center, the American Dream is for everyone from the womb to the tomb and beyond. So we want to see everybody with human dignity and actually – We can fight to make abortion illegal, of course, and and that's something that needs to happen to a certain extent. However, let's make abortion unthinkable. Yeah, and that starts with a movement in the heart long before we get to the movement of public policy. As you look out at this March for Life, it'll be very different, but what are some of the goals? We knew what the goal was for so long. It was always to try to get Roe v. Wade reversed. That's now succeeded those marching, those praying, those participating, what should their goal be in the March for Life of 2023? Well, interestingly enough, even as we 
speak uh, with going through Martin Luther King's holiday week and into March for Life. I'm working with so many networks within networks, and one of the groups I'm working with is called She Leads America. And then I say, as she follows Christ, I always remind remind us of that. But we decided we would have, during March for Life Week, a reception and to get together and kind of talk with a fresh start, not a refocus, but an intensified focus on life from the womb to the tomb and beyond, making uh, abortion unthinkable, making the sanctity of life a reality. So a lot of that is happening. I am part of the March for Life community, have been for many years, thanks to Father Frank Pavone or Frank Pavone and Janet Morana. So uh, all of this, and it all comes comes together because in our movement at one time, everybody was doing their own thing. Well, I'm not coming to yours. I'm having mine. Why don't you drop yours and come to mine? You know, all of that. So now we're unifying. And that is very exciting. It is. There, there is a unity of message and a unity of purpose I haven't seen in a long time. It was fractured for a long time, but there's a lot of clarity and a lot of commonality of voice, which I think is really helpful when you're trying to cut through the clutter. The last question I wanted to ask you about, it was another vote in the House last week. The first Republican abortion bill to pass since Roe v. Wade was overturned, and it required that all infants born after attempted and failed abortions would get medical care, a remarkable outcome. Only one Democrat voted against it. That was Henry Queller. Every Democrat voted against it. Republicans got it passed. What does it say about where the pro-abortion movement is in this process from, let's say, 30 years ago? I believe it's a light for coming on because we know in the past and not so dis- distant, there were many who voted. No, the intent was to abort, abort, so keep the child comfortable and let it die. So to see that change with the human compassion, obviously very present, I believe that's exciting. I wanted to mention something as we get ready to wrap up because you, you talked about the unity and everybody coming together. I'm thinking about because I like to watch the old Western movies or different things after a disaster happens and all the people come from their farmhouse or their house or their community or whatever, and they bring whatever they have and they help the neighbor who just was hit by disaster rebuild. And so I can see us all coming together and uh, filling in those empty spaces with love and compassion. And I believe that's very exciting, whether it's a Martin Luther King holiday, March for Life. And we're going to go through all the rest of 2023 with the same kind of love and encouragement and unity. That's my prayer. Well, that is a good prayer for all of us to have. Can I mention something real quick? Yes, please. Albedaking.com because I've got a new music project, Freedom Melodies, coming out for Black History Month. No kidding. That's exciting. Yeah, music, books, all that kind of thing, films. You'll see more of that at alvedaking.com. Folks, go check that out. That's going to be a worthwhile project. I can't wait to go check it out myself. Dr. King, it is always an honor to have you on. Your family has given so much to this great country. And on this very special holiday, we are commemorating that and remembering the very wise words you've shared with us. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. God bless you. All right, folks, we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out. 
higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friend, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group. Text Just News to 989898 right now. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. As promised, a very important update on what's been going on in the Biden family classified document scandal. Joining me right now, one of my newest colleagues at Justin News, a fantastic reporter. He's been breaking a lot of news on this front. Joining us right now, Nick Jeeves. Nick, great to have you on. Thank you for the kind words, John. I appreciate it. A lot going on over the weekend. Let's start with Saturday. The White House announces the fourth discovery of classified documents at the Biden home. This will be three at the home, one at the Penn Biden Center. Seems to run against the idea that everything had already been searched. Tell us what you know. Yeah, it does. Uh, on Thursday, we have a report that say the White House had come out and said that the media and the public could consider these searches over, that there weren't going to be any more surprises. And of course, over the weekend, uh, not on a weekday or during a holiday, we're getting more news that, yes, there are, in fact, other document dumps that have been found. And the problem here, especially, is that there aren't any logs that show visitors and who was visiting these properties who had access to these documents. And that's where House Oversight comes in. The Republicans are pushing for answers. The chairman of this committee, House Oversight Committee, Representative Comer, has sent a letter to the White House. He's talked about the archives not being transparent. He's also gone so far as to say that he wants to know if there were logs kept. And if there were, who was there? And if there weren't, why not? So answers might only come when subpoenas start to fly, but it's just uh, talking for starters. But I don't think this is the end, John. I think we're going to have more news about more documents, more issues, and it's just going to get worse for the president. Yeah, listen, one thing that does it, we do know that anytime someone protected by the Secret Service visits either president, vice president, the Secret Service keeps a record of who's there because they have to be cleared for Social Security numbers and security checks. So at some point, I would assume, even if the Biden family says it doesn't have a log, that the Secret Service could potentially have the sort of information 
that James Comer is looking for the credibility of the White House press spokeswoman, Corinne Jean-Pierre. She has really had a hard time getting her facts straight on this and many other things. I've seen a lot of criticism, even from mainstream media figures now, about whether she's even in the loop or helpful to reporters because she seems to know so little. How big a deal is it that the reporters are increasingly not trusting the, the president's person at the podium? Well, as you know, even on both sides, the press has been, you know, attempted to respect whoever's been up there because it's a difficult job. And more often than not, it's done by a former colleague of theirs. A lot of the time it's picked by a person that was a journalist or was in the yeah. press before. But uh, this, this, you're right. She's one of the most ill-informed, uh, out-of-the-loop press secretaries I've ever seen in my time in the seven or eight years covering you know, national politics. And I think it's very uh, comical that the White House Counsel's Office said in a statement to Fox News that President Biden had taken all the trouble uh, to restore the record keeping and the norms of visitor logs for the White House. And yet he spread around classified documents all over the place, his garage, his home. And yet there are no logs to account for that. So um, whether or not the people can connect the dots, that, that was on purpose or not, hopefully the special counsel will find out that Merrick Garland is appointed. But um, uh, yes, yeah, she does not seem to know what's going on. She's ahead of her facts. She's behind them. She's She has no idea that this was going to happen, apparently. I mean, she said it was over. And now we have another piece to this saga. And I don't think it's the end either. I think we're going to have another uh, discovery sooner than later. Yeah, that certainly feels like that's on the horizon, doesn't it? I want to ask a little bit about the National Archives. When the Trump controversy was going on, there was regular statements. The National Archives seemed to be an open fount, glad to answer questions, describe what President Trump's people did or didn't do. They've been completely mum on the Biden controversy thus far. And what's interesting about it is that it seems to be frustrating the chairman. Chairman Comer said that they haven't even been able to get a basic briefing about what documents are involved, how they were found, whether any documents were checked out. Did the National Archives know these documents were missing? Tell us a little bit about what appears to be another example of the dual standard of government treating two people very differently. Sure. Well, the archives are, as you just said, and as many people know, they're in charge of preserving presidential documents in addition to other government documents. And the fact that they were so willing to condemn and very adamant against President Trump when Mar-a-Lago was raided for the same issue, like you said, there's radio silence now, and this is a sitting president. This is an after the fact that happened with Trump where he was out of office. This is a sitting president that's being raided or that's not being raided because he's not Donald Trump. And it's very interesting that now that the people have voted for divided government and uh, James Comer is the head of the oversight committee, he's saying we're getting stonewalled, that we're asking for answers. We're asking for, as you said, simple documentation to provide the oversight. That's their job. And just a simple briefing on what's going on. Where are these docs? What are they? Uh, how have they been handled? And uh, to quote him, I believe he said the questions remain unanswered and that he was going to use the power of uh, his gavel to get what he needs to get as far as answers. And uh, I think it's in the interest of the American public that he does so. The National Archives, which I've done a lot of reporting on through my career, going all the way back to my first stories in Washington three, three decades ago when I, I did the investigations on Ross Perot. It's a really rich resource. It has access to 246 years of this country's history. But in recent years, it has fallen into the woke agenda a little bit too. It last year came up for quite a bit of criticism because it marked some of the nation's founding documents like the Constitution as 
containing potentially harmful content. And the archives actually has a whole web page describing what that means, meaning there could be, it could reflect racist, sexist, misogynistic, and xenophobic opinions and attitudes. The, I think a lot of Americans find that offensive to think that the Constitution might be viewed as something containing that sort of language. The archives are in for a rough awakening with Republicans, aren't they? Yeah, and even with middle Americans or people that are independent, because this was supposed to be an independent-type organization, something that relied upon history and record, and it let the facts lead the way. But as you're saying, it has a more political bent, and it seems to be weaponized, just like a lot of other things were. The Department of Justice wasn't always this political. The FBI wasn't always this political. It seems like it's a disease that's spreading very quickly through government, and the archives are not no exception, especially when record-keeping is, if you're going to call out your opponents for being bad on classified documents and record keeping, I think it's rich that they're running interference for something that's equally, if not even more so dangerous to the country. So yes, they're gripped by uh, this fever. And uh, let's hope people find out about it sooner than later and and reject it for what it is. Yeah, that is a big concern. We want, as every government, to treat all sides the same, right? There shouldn't be a different standard for one side or the other. There are a lot of different investigations going on. There is a special counsel investigation at the Justice Department. The judiciary is looking at whether the FBI and Justice Department treated Trump and Biden differently. The dual system of government part of the investigation. Then Comer has the lead on just what's in these documents. How do they get mishandled? What are some of the important questions that we're likely to see answered in the next few weeks or certainly asked? The most glaring thing that I think you and I uh, even stumbled upon in our investigation of this was that the Biden Penn Center is connected in this. That was one of the sites where some of these documents were found. Now, again, is there a visitor log for there? Most likely not. There doesn't appear to be. Uh, And these very deep connections to China and shadow money. I mean, this organization, this Biden Penn Center, it's not a direct payment, but the university began getting payments directly to them in the millions of dollars one anonymous donation for $14.5 million. So I think it's time to, you know, for J- Representative Comer to use his subpoena power to get the people involved, get the documents involved, dragged in front of the committee. They can study them and they can put these people under oath and get them to answer questions about what the Bidens knew, who wanted access to these documents, what they are, and why. And I think those are very, very honest questions that back in the day would never have even been fought. They wouldn't have even been That's challenged. Right. And yet here we are. They would have been assumed to be answered, right? It would be like, well, of course you have to answer those. Yeah, it would have been and a majority of Americans. You know, right. both parties would have been uh, astonished. I mean, you look back, it's kind of ironic that the only president to resign, Nixon, goes down for something like Watergate. And yet this this makes that look like nothing. It's And it's being treated like nothing. Yeah. So it's uh, it's just it's a backwards. It's very backwards. And I'm hoping that uh, these Republicans, their investigations can at least bring it into the, the forefront. It's just Democrats are unwilling to even talk about it as an issue. Yeah, there's no doubt that this is going to become a bigger and bigger issue as we go as well. There's an interesting Olympics that some of the news media have done since we reported on the Penn Biden Center, which is, well, the center didn't receive the Chinese money, but actually the center didn't pay Joe Biden's salary either. It's the university. The university pays for everything. The center was just an extended arm of the university. As we go further into this, the synergy between the money flowing to UPenn, which we know 47.7 million of the China money that went to the university, 67.6 million went to the university from 13 to 19. 47.7 of that went in the two years that Joe Biden was affiliated with the university as a professor and a center yeah. there. That same time frame is when Hunter Biden is getting involved in deals uh, like CEFC, the energy deal where the big guy was going to get 10%. It seems mm-hmm. like the idea that China was 
surrounding the Biden family with cash in multiple venues at the same time, that's going to raise a lot of intelligence questions, isn't it? Yes, and it should because it's compromising. China is up and coming in a way that they want to be the superpower. And imagine a world where a country that's not benevolent like the United States has the power that we've had since World War II. And that's a scary thought because there's a lot of vicious behavior and ruthless attitudes that the Chinese government's taken toward America, lest we forget COVID. And all these other issues that, I mean, you can't allow China to have access to these documents, and yet money talks. I even remember being in college, John, and hearing about Confucius Institutes, how China was trying to get their tentacles into American universities. And I must say, they succeeded to a great extent, where it's like communism, China, none of that is seen as scary or something to respect anymore, but to basically join with. So I'm not surprised that universities have sold out completely. And like one of our sources told us, it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to see that money for the school is money for the center. So to try to cut them in half, I think, is uh, is a little too simplistic. Yep, it's definitely an effort at tripping up people on the optics. But in fact, it's no different. So the money comes to the university. The university then pays for the various costs. So China money helps the university in that respect. Nick, great to have you on. I know you're working on a lot of things. We'll get you back on later in the week as this extraordinary story continues to unfold. But good to have you on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to coming back on. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back to wrap things up in just a few seconds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, folks, thanks for joining us today. Big thank you to Alveda King for giving us some really valuable inflection, reflections on the man that we honor today, Martin Luther King Jr., and on the state of the pro-life movement, on the state of freedom in this country, on the state of race in this country. Some very profound thoughts by Dr. Alveda King. And then Nick Jeeves, you've seen why we brought him into the Justin News. He's an incredibly articulate fact-based reporter on top of the news, been following along with me this incredible Biden classified document scandal and a tremendous amount of insight and new ideas there to keep an eye out tomorrow. He's going to have a good story on Corinne Jean-Pierre and her falling relationship with the news media. I'll also have a story taking a look at how Joe Biden's desire when he was still in the White House the first time to make money drove his family into the clutches of places like the China funded University of Pennsylvania and a China-funded energy company that had a lot of controversy. So we'll have all that tomorrow. Tune in in the morning. You won't be disappointed. And of course, you can always download the Just the News app 
in the iOS Apple Store and in the Android Google Store, Google Play Store. It's a great way to read, watch, and listen to our content, including this podcast, easy to do. In addition to that, we have a tremendous amount of other content, whether it's research, games, polls. Uh, it's a very robust site, Just the News. So go download that app and get the best of all the things. Go check out Just the Views, our short-form video portal that has now been very successful on the site as well. Now, before we go tonight, I just want to mention we're going to have a lot of big stories over the next few weeks, stories that kind of change the narrative in America. Stay tuned with us. The best way to get the latest updates every morning, gets a kind of a newspaper in your inbox, is to sign up for our newsletter, the daily newsletter at justthenews.com slash newsletter, justthenews.com slash newsletter. You can sign up. The headlines come right to your box. Everything we're talking about on the show, you'll have in the morning. You'll be one of the first to be up to speed before. Before you go to the water cooler, the dinner table, or the boardroom, we're very proud of that. So check that out at justthenews.com slash newsletter. If you don't have it, the daily newsletter from Just the News, you're missing out. Please go sign up. It's free, and it's very enjoyable. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. God bless you. Happy Martin Luther King Day. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 98 98 right now.